What the fuck is up, people? It's Bread and Circuses. We're remoting in again today because we were being lazy and we didn't have a guest. So, Well, you know, this doesn't really take away from the quality of, of the show really a whole lot mm. anyway. So. No, no, not as much as it, we thought it would be a pain in the ass, but it really hasn't been. So nah, not no big deal. No. Um, before we get started, make sure y'all do the thing. Like us on Facebook. <laughs> subscribe on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, five stars. Uh, what else? Um, subscribe on Anchor. You can give us like a dollar a month if you like this mm-hmm. shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Helps us a lot. I'm asking you for money as I'm forgetting the things that I say every single episode. Yeah, right. Well, uh, too, uh, if you guys are in the Omaha area, remember uh, a couple weeks from now, we're going to be doing a comedy show here. Man, there's like, what, nine, eight, nine people that are going to be um, at that plus two bands. So- Haley Raven dropped out because mm-hmm. she had another commitment, but we still got like nine people and they're all really funny, which means they'll probably get more time now. So oh, that's well. a lot of content too for eight dollar buy-in. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Just saying. It's a ton. It's mm-hmm. a ton. Yep. December seventh, Wired Pub and Grill, or as the host of the contest I competed in a week ago called it Weird Pub and Grill. <laughs> but she also called me cable. And then I proceeded to go on stage and make fun of how she couldn't read for a solid minute, only to find out after the fact that she was indeed dyslexic. So. <laughs> oh, that's funny, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but here's my thing. That's a, that's a thing from like, like Seinfeld or something. Right. <laughs> here's my thing. If you have dyslexia, do you know what you shouldn't be doing? Putting yourself in a position where you need to read in front of large groups of people. Probably not. Unless you're perfectly okay with them making fun of you. Right. Well, I mean, it is a comedy show. So was it, which one was it? Was what the host was it? Was it the one older she, black I had lady? Never met, I had never met her before. No, I not forget. her. What's her name again? It's Carmella. Carmella. Yeah, I love Carmella. Awesome. Yeah, I love, love Carmella. My crazy aunt. But no, yeah. it's not her. Um, it's I was not, like, it wasn't thinking her. in my head of like, does Carmella really have dyslexia? I don't think she. No, <laughs> I had never seen. Uh, nobody knew this host, so I, I don't know. But uh, oh, what are yeah. you gonna do, right? <laughs> not make fun of her dyslexia. That's what. <laughs> well, it's a comedy show, dude. It's not. Right, like yeah, it. no. It's not well, like dyslexia. <laughs> Dyslexia as an adult, if you catch it early, like into your childhood, it's not a big deal. But not everyone gets caught early mm-hmm. enough. So, oh, <sighs> wow, last night was kind of crazy. It's Sunday yeah. night here, or Sunday morning here. So, mm-hmm. yes, it is November twenty fourth, Sunday morning, right here when we're filming because that's important. Because when this goes mm-hmm. up, it would have been. One day after that seven-hour standoff in New York, dude, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. King Cuomo had to collect. Mm-hmm. So apparently the background of this was a, a guy, uh, a guy, this, this guy in the army, right, uh, like an Afghanistan war vet, a guy mm-hmm. from his old company had a grudge out on him or something and called a red flag law, uh, like put, called a red flag complaint against him. Yeah, because he had 30-round magazines. Yeah, and he didn't even have yeah. any guns. Like, the police yeah. have been harassing him for, like, the last week, right? So they, the police showed up. They said they were going to get CPS to take his kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, his wife let the police in without a warrant. When yeah, because she didn't want yeah, because she didn't want him to take her kids. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he couldn't. Yeah, because he was at he was at work. So 
Yeah. Um, yeah, that happened. And then when he got home, basically they were like, hey, we're going to come take all your 30-round mags. He was just like, no, dude. And that started a seven-hour standoff in which uh, he basically posted online like, hey, this is happening. Uh, I need the Boogaloo boys to come and give me back up. And Until I, they shut his internet off. Dude, there's so much disinformation going on with it. Uh, like people are yeah. have are were saying that it, the siege had ended and it hadn't, and like they were the police had taken over his social media and everything. And I was just like, no, that's fucking well, crazy. So the police went and lied about it. Shocker. Um, mm. They went because initially the report on the radio was they were going for the mag, the the AR mags. And they came out and painted him as this monster with these domestic violence, which is exactly what they do to everybody whenever they know they're going to take a huge PR black eye. Let's paint this guy yeah. as a rapist, child molester, domestic abuser, any of those three things. The general dumbass who just reads headlines is going to see that and scroll past it. I'm surprised so they didn't. They do. I'm surprised they didn't plan his phone with child porn or something. Oh, I'm sure that'll be next. It's only been a day. Give him some time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, look at Waco. You know, with Koresh, Koresh went for a jog every single morning up the road. They had investigated him for child abuse multiple times, and he went into town a couple times a month on a schedule, ba like a regular interval schedule to go pick up supplies. They could have arrested David Koresh any time that they mm -hmm. wanted without having it. And, you know, the sheriff had been down there multiple times and talked to him. He had a good relationship with the local PD. They could have arrested David Koresh without any kind of problem. They wanted to flex their arm and kill some people. And gay. No, nobody's going to dissent from us. You don't get to do that here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And I'm not surprised. Like, man, New York is such like a fucking, like, fascist fucking it really is. police state dude it's so crazy like they just they they had apcs like armored personnel like basically yeah. tanks out in front yeah. of dude's house over 30 round magazines like yeah. like what do they was think he actually had? armed or no or do they not no know? he didn't he didn't have any guns or anything he had a knife <laughs> oh how yeah, was it he didn't all the police had came and take all of his guns beforehand Oh yeah, that's right. They had yeah. So was, uh... apparently, so they had a, a, a rally point at this graveyard that they were all going to meet up at before, before like you know all the people were going to meet up at this graveyard and then go help him out. But apparently, like SWAT team like was there and they started arresting people. I think that was a setup. I think that was a setup because they were there was a post that went out and I saw it because I was following it live on my phone. Me too. Um, there was. There was a post that went out said meet up at this whatever cemetery. We're gonna go down and deal with it there. And uh, next thing you know, it says like twenty thirty arrests from a SWAT team at a cemetery. They were just waiting for them. They arrested so them I for think somebody. That's what they arrested yeah. them for. It's like man, that, ooh boy. Yeah, I know That's, they started a GoFundMe for any kind of court things or anything like that, which is cool. Uh, and they, but they said they haven't going to charge him anything yet, but I'm sure it's like, I'm sure they, they'll get some child porn or something like that. They'll yeah. mysteriously find on a computer he didn't own or something like that. Well, if you listen to the police scanner last night, they were talking about, they believed he may be suicidal. I'm like, Oh shit. They're going to Epstein this guy. Yeah. Right. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So, I mean, we saw like in uh, a couple years ago, Nevada with Bundy Ranch. Do you remember that? 
Kind of. I kind of the, remember it. The feds, it was some weird federal agency. It was like the Bureau of Land Management or something weird like that. They were going to take this guy's land just because they could. Oh, they were going to domain him? What's that? Were they eminent domaining him or something? It was or? something more than eminent domain. It was something they said that his cattle had went off onto government property and they were going to take all of his land because of that or something. I don't really remember. The guy was kind of a piece of shit. He was kind of racist, but the dad was. The son's actually pretty cool. The son's like, um, he came out like a couple weeks ago and like opposed Trump's border wall and shit like that. Because the he's dad like was a boomer, basically. The dad was very boomer, we'll put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, anyway, so, I mean, these people showed up by the hundreds, and, I mean, there were pictures of people pointing AR-15s at federal agents, and the feds fucked off and said, you know what, you can have your land. So, I mean, if you stand up to them, they will they will fuck off. Mm-hmm. Just like any other bully. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. But, that, but here's the thing, though. That was Nevada. New York is a different story. I was seriously worried Cuomo was going to call in some heavy artillery and just fucking massacre everybody just to prove a point. Wouldn't be surprised. You know, this. No. I've, I've been seeing a lot of people uh, rethink their stance on gun control because of stuff like this and stuff mm-hmm. like Hong Kong. I'm like personally mm-hmm. read like tons of people's Twitters and stuff. They're like, you know what? After seeing all this shit going on in Hong Kong, maybe the Second Amendment is in place to protect against stuff like this. It's like, it's, it blows my mind when people don't think that this kind of stuff happens in the United States. Like it happens pretty All like the time. in the United yeah. States. Yeah. You know what that means though? That means there's going to, within a week, there's going to be another mass shooting to sway public opinion. Fuck probably dude. That's what or, that means. It's weird how like, did, we were did something like this. that happen right after the Nevada thing. I don't know. That's a good question. Well, I guess Nevada had the Las Vegas shooting. Yeah, but that was years later. Let me look up Bundy Ranch incident, and then we'll do the timeline of mass shootings. And uh, let's see. That's interesting because it seems like, okay, so like, and I hate to be the conspiracy theorist guy, but every single mass shooting is so perfectly fucking timed in this country. Mm. Right after Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, you get those two mass shootings. There was the one in Texas and the one in Cleveland. The next fucking day. Then you don't hear it. They're going through all this impeachment shit. You don't hear anything for months. There's no mass shootings. You know, it's like there was one. It was like some kid what that was truly mentally disturbed, walked into a school, killed like one person that was himself. No, and I thought that was they, it. he went in to go like kill his girlfriend or something. And he yeah. 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 And then he wound up killing himself. Uh, let's see. Okay. So the Bundy Ranch incident occurred from April to May of 2014. Let's see. Twenty fourteen Boston bomb. No, that wasn't the Boston bombing, was it? Um, that's a good question. Let's see. Because a lot Boston of people thought bombing. a lot of people were like, "Man, the Boston bombing." There was a lot of fishy stuff that went. I'm not saying it was the or not. The Boston bombing was right in the middle of that. Oh no! It said it was 2013. Was it? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're okay. Never mind. I misread, I misread that. Sorry, I'm not trying to mislead you. Yeah, guys. Boston was bombing was the year same- before. Sandy Hook was even before that. Sandy Hook was like 2012. Let's mm-hmm. see here. The Orlando nightclub shooting that was 2016. Here, uh, here I got 2014. I got Wikipedia, the most reliable source here. 2014. <laughs> whoa. Mm. 2014. Yeah, here uh, we go. 2014, Isla Vista, California. 
23 dead. Or oh, was that, dead, the, was, that the, was that the Elliot Rogers thing? Uh, here's what it says. Yeah, Several was... hours after stabbing and killing his three roommates. Yep, that was the incel kid. Yep. Elliot, a week after that. Elliot Rogers wasn't a government thing, though. That kid was just fucking straight up crazy. Was he? I, I mean, think... you gotta be crazy to go kill a bunch of people. But... He he was posting a lot of stuff online. That guy was, like, legitimately insane, which is sad, because he lived in, like... He was, he was basically, like, the incel, right? Like... Yeah. Yeah. And he was posting online like, "Oh, I can't get a fucking girlfriend. My life is terrible." And like the dude wasn't <laughs> a bad-looking guy or anything. That was always weird. It's like your personality yeah. is just shit. That's mm-hmm. why. Let's look. Let's look even further back though. When you had, I mean, everyone saw in the '90s, like we were talking about earlier, the U.S. government burned 50 people alive at Waco. What happens like, oh, and people are like, "Whoa, wait a second. And you had this kind of anti-government momentum spurning. What happens shortly after that? Oklahoma City bombing by a guy who's supposedly wildly anti-government that watched mm-hmm. the Waco shit. Gotta turn the... I, I'm not saying either way. I'm just saying, come on. Every fucking time something happens to turn people against the government, that particular group goes out and does something. Like, come did, on. Did something crazy happen before 9-11 other than, like, that... Uh, Saddam Hussein wasn't gonna like be a puppet of the United States. I was, I don't know, not, I don't know. See, my thing with 9 11 is like that's such a big thing. It's like, a lot of people from ex CIA people have come out though and said that, like, because I mean, look at what happened with 9 11, right? Uh, supposedly a terrorist cell from like that originated from Afghanistan attacked us, but then we invaded Iraq. Yeah, like, Iraq yeah. and Afghanistan don't even touch. Yeah, they wanted to go to Iraq, though. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. And there's conspiracies with the Iraq war. My thing with the Afghanistan story is, or excuse me, with the 9-11 story is everyone says that um, there was information that, like, the FBI, CIA, and NYPD had, and they weren't working together. I'm like, yeah, I believe that official story that the federal government was incompetent. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I believe that, too. It's just like... (laughs) Take that. It's just like I don't know, man. Like, why, why did we invade Iraq with Afghan? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I I think the whole the whole plot to that was basically we just wanted to be able to attack Iran, like after yeah. everything was all said and done. Because I know they've released like congressional plans from like the mm-hmm. Defense Department and stuff. It's been leaked about like their their like fifteen year plan to take over pretty much all of the Middle East, <laughs> or rather yeah. put put in puppet governments. For yeah. Them. So I don't. Like, you think you think we would have learned by now that we really don't want anything to do with that part of the world? But <laughs> hey, it's the graveyard of empires over there, man. It is. Yeah. What about uh? What about Ruby Ridge? What happened after Ruby Ridge? Were there any shootings then? Let's look. What was the time frame of that? That was ninety one, April or August twenty first of nineteen ninety two through the thirty first of ninety two. So I got the whole timeline here pulled up on the most reliable source of Wikipedia. Um, Let's see, nineties, nineties, nineties. Hmm. No, there weren't. But the nineties, you didn't really have a lot of mass shootings. This is more of a recent thing. Uh, yeah, because it's the closest seems, thing. I wonder, we're, we're creating a, uh, a conspiracy theory here. I wonder if it's the 90s 
the like seeing all the craziness happen with that that made the federal government be like all right we got to start working on disarming our population because this is it might have been. It might did have you been. see a lot of anti-second amendment stuff in the 90s yeah so the 90s was when they passed the assault weapons ban when though um that's a good question so they passed the assault weapons ban and Assault weapons ban nineties. Um, I think nineteen eighty nine. Oh no, that was the import. The assault weapons ban. Ten year ban was passed by the U.S. Congress on ninety four. Okay. Okay. So. Yeah. So they banned them. Yeah, in ninety four. So that would be Clinton. But it was the first Bush banned the import of them. In my opinion, they're all the same. They're fucking bureaucrats. They're scumbags. So. This is according to Wikipedia. Studies have shown the ban has had little effect in overall criminal activity and firearm homicides, while there's a tentative evidence that it decreases the frequency of mass shootings. There's tentative edit. How is there tentative? Yeah, but that's my thing. Is like, like when you look at... I was looking at the history of the mass shootings... This mass shooting thing is only a recent thing. Like even in the eighties when there were no assault weapons ban and there really was no gun control, you had pretty much the same amount of mass shootings as you did well, in the nineties after it was banned. Yeah, because in the eighties you had all these crazy like crime shootings and stuff going on from like the cocaine trade and yeah. stuff like down in Florida and everything. So it's you not can like thank the CIA for that. Yeah, right. Like you can't you can't say that I mean it, we, it's like arguing arguing with this 2A band things. It's like that their arguments come specific, like strictly from emotion. Like they, right. there's no numbers or anything to back up their anything. Right. And it's no. super annoying. That's why they never go and argue against people that aren't anti-gun. You know what I mean? Right. Well, now, I want to make this clear before I get fucking words put in my mouth. When I talk about how odd of a coincidence a lot of these things are. I'm not one of those crazies that, oh, Sandy Hook didn't happen. I'm not saying that. People, de- little kids definitely got shot. That's fucked up. I'm just questioning why these things always happen after things that would sway people against the federal government. That's all mm-hmm. I'm trying to find out. Have you seen anything about this uh, confederate or this uh, confederation? This um, what's it called? Like the meeting of the states convention or convention? Oh, the convention of states. I heard about that when it was first rolling out back when I lived with Roads to Tit. It's still going around. Uh, The people, more states are getting on board it and everything. I looked up like legal stuff about it um right. apparently it's it's like an old very very old like constitutional like mm-hmm. act like it's like a legal thing that states can do where as long as like more than half the states agree to it the states can all come together and like over overrule like federal laws and stuff like that really Here's yeah, the problem, like, though. That's not going to happen. Well, it could and it's their states are legally allowed to do it. Does it have well no, they but like is it, how many states have to agree? I think it's over over. It's either over fifty or sixty percent, something okay, like that. No, you know, maybe it's over sixty six percent. So I think two thirds of the states. Have, yeah, which Here's is my like thing is we've got California, New York, Connecticut, New Jersey. Count them out. I Maryland, mean, that's four states, though. You know what I mean? Washington, like, Oregon. There's a there's a lot of states that have like, and and there's also a lot of federal laws and stuff that leftists would want to get rid of too. I think we should just get rid of the federal government personally, but <laughs> let's see here. 
Uh, yeah, the Convention of States, as of right now, they um has been supported by actually Nebraska is one of them. That's awesome. I knew 20, that was in our legislature. I didn't know it passed. Twenty eight states have supported it right now. New Hampshire is one of them. That's a surprise. Uh, really, the only ones that haven't so far: Washington, Oregon, California, Nevada, Idaho, Montana, New Mexico, Minnesota, Illinois, Kentucky, South Carolina, Virginia. Uh, D.C., Maryland, Delaware, Jersey, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Massachusetts, New York. Uh, what's what's VT? That's uh, uh, Vermont. Vermont and Maine. The fucking the people want to call the Midwest states flyover states. Who the f- the fuck wants to go visit Vermont, dude? Like white people. <laughs> nobody, dude. White people. <laughs> okay, my friend just sent me this. The uh. The incident report about the domestic violence or whatever that was total bullshit from that the incident we we're talking about earlier, um, the the Putnam County Sheriff's Office just deleted that post. That's good. So they are lying. Don't let them get away with it. Is what we're trying to say. Mm-hmm. Like, and people people seem to think like that people like us are against police or anything. And we're we're not. I'm not like, against individual officers. Exactly. No. Or what we're what we're against is like it's not a police's duties to in America at least to disarm their citizens. I, that's I'm against the concept of what police have become in this country, exactly. which is a fucking occupying military force, and don't call it anything else. Yeah, that, if it's if not. a police force doesn't need to have armored personnel carriers, no, that's a no. military. That's military use only, but yeah, they've got like like tanks and stuff. Right. I don't mind them having like bulletproof vests and shit and ARs and shit like that because you know we've got that right. Like, so I don't exactly. mind if they're going to be go. I don't mind that they have equal force to what they're going to be potentially going up against in a day to day. You know, you got some guy that's a a meth dealer that's killed a couple people or whatever. I don't mind that they're armed the same as that guy, but. Mm. To be armed like a fu- yeah, like a fucking occupying force, like a military, yeah. And like, here's my thing: is I think policing in this country has taken such a bad turn. It's not appeal. And like I said, I've had plenty of good interactions with cops. I've had a couple bad ones. I had a guy. I, I think out I of- think everybody could say that they've had like some good and some bad with pol- yeah. like. It's like any other organization, you know what I mean? Like I could say I've had good and bad interactions with people at grocery stores too. Like it's right. at the end of the day, those are all people and individuals. Right. So. Fuck grocery stores. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, I walked out of a fucking bar on New Year's Eve one night just looking for my friend and I had a beer in my hand. I, I get that there's no open container in Nebraska, blah, blah, blah. This cop runs from across the street jaywalks through traffic which he would arrest you for if you did by the way hand on his gun is that alcohol (laughs) even if it is that's not something you can shoot me over you fucking jackass (laughs) yeah he probably he might have thought you had maybe had a gun on you too like there's probably we came out of a bar where they frisk you though where there's a cop Um. in the bar Maybe so like, I don't know. It's like he. How does he know that? You know what I mean. At the end of the day, the cops. It's probably just some dumbass deputy that's been on the force for like a year and a half. You know what I mean. It's not a massive power trip. Uh, something like that. I don't know, man. They're like <laughs> new cops. I think are just like fucking new privates in the army, dude. Fucking dumbasses out there. Sure and they. And well, no, and then they have to go make like split fucking second decisions. And like when that part of your brain starts kicking in, you're not thinking straight. 
It's just well, like I think that's an interesting point, though. Um, the rules of engagement that you guys have in the military versus the fact that cops are basically allowed to fire at will here in the in the United States. Uh, I don't know if that's necessarily true. Um, police, like, it's different when, like, we were over in countries like we were now because it was more of, like, you know, we were fighting <laughs> wars. We right. weren't fighting insurgency and insurgency you don't know who the the guys are like the bad guys are so that's probably more of like how the police take theirs you know because that's almost what we were doing is like being policed there yeah so like the thing is is here is like there it doesn't seem like there's a whole lot of accountability because you don't see like that one Dallas police officer, like she went to jail for like four or five years or something like that. You know how long? Ten, but they're, but you heard about what happened there. Yeah. The guy who, the guy who like prosecuted against her got, it got murdered. Probably yeah, murdered in a weed deal from guys who drove 10 hours to buy weed. Yeah. And so, planted a fucking gun on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it doesn't really seem like there's accountability or like in the military, no. if somebody would have murdered somebody like that, they'd probably do 25 years in, in like military jail. Yeah. And then also like all of your benefits, like dude, you, when you get kicked out with a disarmable discharge, you are fucked dude. Yeah. Like, well, yeah. Like, yeah. You're fucked in your real life too. You're never going to get a yeah, job exactly. at McDonald's. Mm-hmm. So, well, um, and I think that's another interesting thing there is the concept of the thin blue line, I think is part of the problem for policing in America. Yeah. Because you have, like, the whole concept is they won't rat on other police officers even if they're wrong, which is totally fucked up. That's like gang mentality, man. It's exactly gang mentality. That's Mm -hmm. like, you know, so it's like you watched your partner just shoot this guy's dog when he didn't need to, but you're not going to do anything because you'll be... (laughs) blackballed by the other officers it seems like street cops like are as one thing but then when you talk about like invest you know like detectives and then you get mm-hmm. like the, the bureau of type guys like the alphabet boy type guys and like <laughs> special units type type stuff that's where you get into the real like sludgy corruption of, of everything. oh without a doubt so I mean, yeah like- you see your your dirtbag street cops, but yeah, nothing compared to the feds. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know there's detectives out there that have put like bad people in jail mm-hmm. too. So it's just like, dude, how you what, how are you supposed to think? Like, <laughs> right? You know what well, I mean? That's, like, that's my thing. Is it's like they're putting away child molesters and murderers and rapists. That's good. That's I don't have a problem with that. But mm-hmm. they're being used as a political force. I don't know. It's I don't even know, man. It's just so fucking chaotic when it comes to that. It's like it's it sucks that you have to boil it down to like a simple notion of like, oh, do I like the cops or do I not? You know what I mean? I'm not saying you got to be full a cab. I think that's fucking for lack of a better word. Just I'm not going to say the R word. Dumb. (laughs) It's foolish. It's it doesn't. It's not really realistic. You know? No. But that like. They're not all bad. Like I said, I've had plenty of interactions with cops that have gone more than fine. I've sat down mm-hmm. and had beers with cops. I've dealt with them in my day job. Not yeah, one of my deal. really good friends here in Omaha is a yeah, he's been on our show for 19 years. Yeah, so. he's been on our show. I sat here and had a perfectly fine conversation with him for an hour. Mm-hmm. The problem is not with individual police officers. It's with the policies and what they're being used to do. 
Yeah. It's maybe not so much even here in Nebraska as much, mm. but like you see like, yeah, Nebraska or Nebraska, you see like New York, California, yeah. the real strong the Gestapo. Like, yeah. Yeah, dude, for real. It's crazy. Like, uh, that uh, I, I read a thing too, and this could have just been a disinformation thing that there was a lot of police that in, in New York that refused to respond to that call. Maybe. They, yeah. And I'm like, Hey, hands off to you, man. In the military, if somebody gives you an unlawful order, you are expected to tell not follow that order. And an unlawful mm. order is something that goes against the constitution of the United States. So yeah. Definitely. If an officer told if an officer told you to murder an unarmed civilian and you complied with it, then you can't just say, "Oh, I was following orders," because it's your duty as a as a soldier to not follow unlawful orders. You can't right. just use the Nazi excuse on there. Yeah, you're supposed following to, orders. Yeah, you're supposed to yeah. say, you know, with all due respect, sir, can't follow, or probably an NCO or something, because it'd probably be more of an NCO doing that. It'd be like, nah, nah, sergeant. Hey, with all due respect, nah, I can't follow that order. Can't do that. It's murder. And then you yeah. know what you do if if they try to reap repercussion for you and everything, you just go to like the internal military investigation team and just you know. That's <laughs> the a, thing, and I feel. Oh, go ahead. There was a there was a case in the uh, in Iraq. I think mm -hmm. um, it's this crazy guy from Second Infantry Division. I think uh, we've talked about this once before. Yeah, maybe briefly. Uh, what's this guy's name? It's his name is Adam Kokesh. No. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. Staff Sergeant Robert Bales, right? This guy had clearly seen too much war and this happened, I think in 2009. Uh, oh, okay. this guy was crazy, right? Yeah. Like, like just a little too twacked out from fighting too much war. And he ordered his squad to like, they were like uh, shooting unarmed civilians and stuff like that in Iraq. And a yeah. lot of the squad was following the leader. They were like, oh, yeah, you know, they wanted to keep, you know, be the boys and follow their squad right. leader. And they were, yeah, they were doing all this fucked up stuff. And if you, when you hear him like explain his reasoning behind it, it's like not good. He's, he's just a crazy guy that was just disillusioned with being in a crazy war. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think you told me about this. This one private. We talked about it on here. Yeah, this one private turned him in, and um, uh, but it wasn't good for him because like they fat squad fucked that dude up. Like they were like beating him up and stuff like that. And it's like that gang. What's well, that gang mentality, right? And everybody in his squad like went to jail, like military prison, and they're still there. But it's sure. like the, I don't know if the police is like the military where they have like internal investigation that is supposed to do that kind of stuff. Well, you know? the difference between. You, what you guys had, and you're finally ex-military. Let's all give a round of applause for Nick. Know, He's out. Right? No, he I'm not, no, no, I'm not. At, the official date is like December 4th, so it's okay. still like another week and a half. Okay. We <laughs> almost made it. I know, right? <laughs> no. But uh, so I feel like the big difference between them and you guys is you guys don't have this union that's going to back you up no matter what because police unions, uh, and again, like the, the issue isn't with the officers, it's with the unions. That's where it really boils down to. Is, is it really to make it possible? The unions are the ones that are rallying for them not to have body cameras and shit like that. The boards and their damn unions. <laughs> yeah. And they don't want to be held responsible. Yeah, the poor's and their unions. But yeah. 
The unions are the ones that'll, I mean, like, even if you've got a guy murdering a woman, a cop murdering a woman in cold blood, they're still going to pay for his defense team and shit like that. Mm -hmm. And it's honestly, and it's not as a, not as much of a serious level. It's a lot like the NFL players union, really. I mean, and I think that more just highlights uh, the issue with unions in general. You've got the NFL players, you got, so like the NFL players union, what my issue with them is you've got guys that get railroaded on stupid shit and they'll stick up and try to fight those charges and try to fight that suspension. But then at the same time, they get a guy like Ray Rice who's on video cold cocking his fiance and they try to cut his suspension down too. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Yeah. That's Felix. He's in here with me with the door shut and he's not. No, no. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> He's making a cameo. Megan's made a cameo before. Now Felix is making a cameo. I have yeah, a cat that meows like a grown ass man. If you guys can hear him. Wow. Wow. <laughs> He's like a thick boy, too. It's pretty funny. Is he? Yeah. Oh, well, you know, uh, wasn't the players' union, too, in the NFL? They, they weren't sticking by Antonio Brown when he was saying the helmet thing, right? I don't know if they were or weren't. I think they weren't. Like, I think that was one of the big deals about his argument is like, they were just like, nah, you're nuts, bro. No, no, because they, uh, because the players unions were the ones that wanted those helmets. So that's why they didn't stick by him. Which uh, that's what I've I've thought is like the players union is like, have, they've done a lot of good things for the NFL for like protective stuff and like getting people like, I fucking hate when I hear the boomer argument of like, oh, they get paid tons of money, like the overpaid babies. And it's like, yeah, it's because you watch the game, you fucking idiot. That's why they get paid so much. Some people don't. And I'm like, all right, cool, man. I'm like, you're probably the one that doesn't give a shit that your fucking senator makes six digit salaries. Right. Right. Well, yeah, that's my thing is it's like (laughs) I've never understood that argument. Oh, they're overpaid. Like, okay. That, that's because there's a market. People mm-hmm. are willing. These owners wouldn't just pay these guys millions of dollars if they were losing money. Plus, that's like a career that, like, I mean, those guys get put in a lot of physical danger. Yeah. And stuff, you know what I mean? And like, they act like any idiot can go be a professional athlete that's going to be in a position to make millions. There are a know. very slim amount of people are capable of doing that. And they have to put in absurd amounts of work to get there. Uh, yeah. I think it's awesome because it's a really good way for uh, people to, like, go up in the, like, a wealth mm-hmm. level, too. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, some dude, like, uh, I don't know. Let's, let's look at somebody that came from, like, nothing and went up into the NFL, right? Like, mm-hmm. somebody maybe like Ray Lewis, right? Like, yeah, you know, that dude's got tons of money, and I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of those guys go into their little hometowns and stuff, or, you know, or the towns where they were played at, and they go and open businesses. And they stuff. reinvest it. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly. Even you got a, a guy that, you know, played for Georgia Southern, makes it to the NFL for three years, and then fades out. That dude still makes a couple million. He goes mm-hmm. back home, surrounds him, or gets a good financial advisor. Not only is he set, he's probably going to open up a business that's going to bring jobs to his hometown. Yeah, look like at a local, restaurant or a car dealership or whatever. Local boy Amon Green around here, up in Green Bay, yeah. owns like three or four restaurants up there, mm-hmm. something like that. It's like uh, create yep. jobs, helps the economy. It's like, dude, mm-hmm. how could you complain about that? Like, <laughs> right? Yeah, that's because that's boomers are fucking stupid. That's yeah, why. it's mostly boomers that I hear say that. It's that's the boomer mentality when you're like, okay, boomer. <laughs> okay. Well, it's like 
Why don't we pay our steel workers that much money? (laughs) That's like... (laughs) And that's typical because that's like the type of blue collar career that boomers fetishize, but they would never go within 100 miles of actually doing. Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah, it's like they're like an accountant or something like that. It's funny too. Mid-level management. It's funny too, because like now that but when it comes to blue collar jobs, like the fact that now nobody wants to do them and anything, they get paid like a fuck ton of money, dude. Yeah, especially well, been in it for like five, six years, man. You get paid. It's easy to get paid almost six digit salaries for that. And I've I've had this talk with people before. Like you can make a lot of money doing a blue collar job, but uh, it's hard on your body. You, you destroy your body, mm. and there's not as and while you may be making more entry level. There's not as much room for moving up as there is in a white collar job. Not not talk not shitting on blue collar workers, nothing like that. That's just the reality. I think I think where you're at though, it's really easy in blue collar jobs to be like own your own business. Though. Yeah. Like if yeah. you if you do blue collar stuff, and then like say like Nebraska here, like Omaha is like the biggest construction like hot spot in America right now. Right. And it's like, dude, you could just go own like your own roofing company, hire out four or five dudes and not even have to do a lot of work. Just go learn some of the, you know, teach some guys guys you meet at Home Depot for fuck's sake. Yeah, learn how, like you've done your time. Now you're older. Your body can't handle it as well. I mean, just to handle the bookkeeping stuff, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. you probably have a good, good life. Plus you're making, making other people money, man. You're paying other other people jobs. Like, hell Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Well, yeah, that's the thing, and uh, I don't know. Small businesses, right? I, I don't think they'll ever be when it comes to con- like construction or blue collar jobs. I don't. I, it's going to be really tough for there to be insane mega corporations for that. Yeah, you know what I mean? definitely. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Uh, you didn't see the Wilder fight last night, did you? Oh, I, yeah, I didn't get to see it because we were doing stuff here. I had a, so, my mother in law's in town, so we're oh, doing yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> so Ortiz handled him for seven rounds. Did did then, Wilder knock him out again? I'm out I need to watch nowhere. Again, fucking crushes him at the end of the seventh. Oh. Ortiz like eyes roll to the back of his head. He's Dude. laying. You know, he yeah, like it was looking like it was like because Wilder like it, it felt like he was feeling him out and just waiting for that opportunity. And he said it perfectly. He's like, these guys got to be perfect for twelve rounds. I got to be perfect for two seconds. And that was. That that's, awesome. that's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. That, that's how he knocked him out last time too, wasn't yeah, it? That like, was the tenth last time. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. So yeah, I he was love Deontay Wilder, man. I love that oh, guy. I, I, can't, I can't wait for the Fury fight. That's yeah, awesome. he's like my favorite boxer right now, actually, Deontay Wilder. He's so cocky, but I love. I him. don't care, dude. He's deserved it, man. He fucking separates yeah, people's faces from their skulls with punches. Two and and hits like a freight train. <laughs> that guy's got a fucking bazooka for a bitch, dude. He does. <laughs> would you? Would you let somebody pay you a hundred thousand dollars to let that guy just cold clock you in the face? You couldn't pay me a billion dollars because he'd probably give me a brain hemorrhage. Yeah, he'd probably kill me, dude. You're like I'm not. Dying. <laughs> he'd make you fucking like half your face not work, dude. Yeah, exactly. Like, walking around like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you look like you had a stroke. <laughs> oh, no, seriously, I'm a billionaire. <laughs> yeah, I saw someone that said, "Would you for a billion dollars let Mike Tyson punch you in the face three times without gloves on?" I'm like, "Get the fuck out!" I would he be would dead. Literally kill me. Yeah, yeah, I would be dead after the second. <laughs> or after the, like, 
No, I would not let Mike Tyson punch me with without gloves on. He would. It'd be like getting hit in a baseball bat in the face, dude. Especially without gloves on, like. Yeah, well, Wilder did hit somebody without gloves on on ESPN. He was on a. He went on ESPN Deportes, and did they, they like tell him to do it or something? Or no, they brought some mascot out, and Wilder like while he wasn't looking, and he thought it was like one of those like blow up balloon things. And he didn't realize there was a guy in it. He oh yeah, him. he he knocked him out through the face, and that yeah. thing's like a big, heavy, padded face thing. Yeah. And he knocked yeah. him out. I remember he that. Gotcha. <laughs> he was like, he was like super, like, oh fuck, dude. Like he knew he fucked up on there. I remember they He's settled. Like, oh shit, there was a million dollar lawsuit. <laughs> I, I know he gave him a bunch of money, and they didn't take it to court or anything. That's how you know. Yeah. He's like, dude, I fucked up, and I'm gonna just yeah. give. Whatever he wants, like, yeah. uh, and I think he issued out like an apology for it. And he was like, "Fuck, dude!" Like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, that's just one of those things. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, <I just> <laughs> yeah. What are you gonna? Yeah. He, he thought it was a little blow up thing. You could think of like some <laughs> some guys on TV do that to him just to like mess with him. And then, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, so. I, I don't think any less of him for that. <laughs> My fantasy team's laying a massive egg right now, but oh, uh, dude, we're in we're in playoffs right now, and somehow, dude, my the, the division I was in, like the half of yeah. my players all sucked, so I I got a first round buy off of like nice. game five and seven, dude. <laughs> our league is super competitive. Every single person has a winning record in our league. Really. Out of 10. That's yes, crazy. and or no, one guy might be like five and six. I was gonna but, say, uh, how is that even possible to have that like that? Uh, yeah, our league's super tight right now. I'm I'm first at nine and two. That's cool, like, man. And, and or no, okay, no, not everyone has a winning. That's record. a big 16, money two. league too. That's a big money yeah, league too. I don't think it's statistically possible for every team to have a winning record. And it's no, no, be- I was wrong. I, I don't know what I was thinking. There's six guys do though, but mm-hmm. uh, there's six teams make the playoffs. So I'm competing for a first round bye right now. So, well, it's it goes off of your total winning record, right? Total so. points. So, winning record is the first tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. If you're, but and then after that, it's points. So, mm-hmm. and I've got 120 more points than the next highest guy. So, oh fuck, man, we've only been thing. doing this for about 45 minutes now. Yeah, we should probably call it. Yeah, <laughs> we had a. Good man. I probably call it. Yep. I, was, I, I gotta come over and come watch the the. See if I can't get watch like replay of the the Wilder fight or something. Man. Yeah, for I, sure, for sure. You can probably find it on YouTube. I you know I tried with that with like the Wilder um um uh when he fought uh while um Fury Fury the no no not when he fight Fury when he fought. When he fought Ortiz the first time, and I oh, couldn't yeah. find it. Maybe they're getting more strict with it. Probably. Maybe I don't know. They're like like with NFL streams, so. Yeah, that's uh. But yeah, so I guess we'll get going. Go Patriots! Beat the Cowboys. Yes, I would agree to that, and I hope we can beat the Seahawks. Fuck the Cowboys! What's up? Are you guys playing right now? No, I think we're the three o'clock game. I gotta see oh, though. Okay. Uh, Eagles. See, I don't know how we were. Maybe it's because a lot of our secondary is. Oh, we're winning five uh, up by a field goal right now. But I'm not. Oh, cool. Dude, it's gonna be stressful if I start watching that game. <laughs> oh, cool. There you go. 
All right, man. Well, All right. good. Oh, we'll be hitting up the open mics tonight or this week too. So yeah, we got to get ready. Oh, I've got, dude, I, I'll tell you off, off camera. I've got some fucking funny stuff prepped, man. I'm looking forward to it. All right. There's a, there's only one, I think this week because of Thanksgiving. Oh, true, true. And well, there's probably one in Lincoln tomorrow, but I got too much shit going on to go to Lincoln. So. All right. All right. Well, peace out, y'all. Yeah, peace out, bread and circuses. See you guys. Woo! Go big red. <laughs>